Welcome to Buddy Read Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Nia. And we're roommates. And we're best friends. Thank you very much. I mean, we're both. Exactly. Therefore, mention it. Okay. We also love to listen to audiobooks. Recently, we started Buddy Reading. Or is it listening? Buddy listening? Buddy reading? You know what? It's whichever. Right. And we wanted to share our thoughts. Yep. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So sit back. Relax. Because Buddy Read starts now. Welcome to episode... 21. 21. Oh, y'all. I've been waiting to do that. (laughs) Welcome to episode 21, y'all. We're back. We are back. With a brand new episode. Yes, and we're back with the show because we took a month-long hiatus. Did y'all miss us? We missed you. Yeah. Like, what is this whole mic thing? What is it? It's a thing now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I know we sound jovial. Um, Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, it's just trying to keep your spirits up because we are ready for it to be the weekend, honey. Literally. Um, we would be remiss if we did not mention the unlawful, once again, killing of <sighs> a young black man, Dante Wright, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Criminal. 11 miles away from where George Floyd was killed. We're literally in the middle of that police officer's trial i cannot and i will not give him a name oh no it's just the it at this point yeah i will not i will not um when i woke up on monday uh that's when i think i found out i found out on monday morning Mm -hmm. um and i remember i came to you and i said to you did you hear about him and you were like no and I, i was like i just found out and apparently i think it happened on sunday which was april um um was that 11th i don't Yes, April 11th. Um, Apparently it happened over the weekend. And it is just... Frustrating is not even enough to describe how it feels to be Black in America, but to be Black in general. I mean, literally, Friday, we got hit with DMX passing away. And Mm -hmm. then then we found out that um, a volcanic eruption happened on St. Vincent... And yep. is now affecting not only St. Vincent, but the surrounding islands. Yep. One of those islands being your island, Barbados. Yep. And then to find out that a young man is killed. I mean, it's it's just... St- <sighs> At this point, it, ha- it has to be a game to them. It has to be a game. I, I'm personally at a crossroad of numb and aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're they're kind of like battling mm-hmm. because if I'm too aware, I get too angry. Yeah. But if I'm too numb, is I feel like I'm doing my community a, a, a disservice. disservice. Yeah. yeah, I get that. So it's it's just a weird place to be. I honestly like between me and y'all, <laughs> I um I I don't go searching anymore. Um, it sounds terrible to say out loud. But I really don't know how much I can take. Yeah, it's too painful to a certain degree. It's too painful. And I wasn't, I had ended up saying something on, on Kim Bookworm. Um, outside of usually like just kind of promoting 
like help stuff yeah you know like links and all that stuff yeah uh in my stories i ended up getting so frustrated because people within the book community specifically white bookstagrammers were saying well if he didn't resist then he would be alive and this young police officer now wouldn't have to worry about murdering uh someone and it was just like y'all have real real gall like y'all have y'all have real and it's like it's it's like i the luxury of your privilege aggravates the shit out of me like to even think that at the end of the day Mm -hmm. y'all weaponize us Mm -hmm. you weaponize us and then you kill us and you murder us you know i oh i don't want to get angrier yeah you know this the reason we're talking about it is because thankfully we were able to read a book about black joy yeah and and it was definitely centered around joy more than anything um with obviously the normal teenage pressures and stuff (laughs) yeah um but we would be remiss as i said earlier if we didn't mention um duante wright's name um we will leave some links in the description for the episode to help dante and his his parents and his girlfriend and his son because he has a whole son just just gone (sighs) all right y'all um i realized i didn't tell you what book it is that we're discussing this episode we're discussing charming as a verb by ben Philip. Without further ado, let's just jump into the synopsis. Henry Halty Haltywanger can charm just about anyone. He is a star debater and popular student at the prestigious Fate Academy, the dutiful first-generation Haitian son, and the trusted dog walker for his wealthy New York City neighbors. But his easy smiles mask a burning ambition to attend his dream college, Columbia University. There is only one person who seems immune to Henry's charms, his quote-unquote intense classmate and neighbor, Corinne Troy. When she uncovers Henry's less-than-honest dog-walking scheme, she blackmails him into helping her change her image at school. Henry agrees, seeing a potential upside for himself. Soon, what started as a mutual hustle turns into something more surprising than either of them ever bargained for. This is a sharply funny and insightful novel about the countless hustles we have to keep from doing the hardest thing, being ourselves trigger warning there are hp meaning harry potter references in this book disclaimer this is a spoilery episode if you haven't read the book we're discussing yet check back in with us once you have for this episode we'll be focusing on the good and the bad there wasn't any extreme where it could be like great or ugly, right? Yeah, I would have wanted some great, um, but I'm glad there's no ugly. So. Right. It's always great when there's no ugly. Right. <laughs> okay. So getting right into it, my good. Um, my good is the author really shed some light on being a first-gen Caribbean American kid in America, specifically New York City. Um, I... It was kind of refreshing to see. Um, I don't, I don't think I've ever read a book where it was first gen Caribbean in New York City. I don't think I have. Have you? 
<laughs> okay, I'm I not even gonna ask you because she reads so many books outside of us, <laughs> y'all. She she be booked and busy with her books. Oh, <laughs> I, I have to think. I don't know. I don't know. Not specifically in New York City. Though. Okay. I, I don't think so. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I know I put you on the spot anyway, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> um, I think even down to like his parents like working for him to be able to have this quote-unquote American dream Mm -hmm. um his mom going after her dream of being a firefighter his dad you know working as a super super in in a building doing any and everything for the tenants um but even with them being so I guess for lack of better words busy there was still like a pressure or like um a stress for Halty or is it is it Henri is that, is that how, how they... I don't on, know. Because I said... Okay, Henry. I'm just going to use his nickname, Halty. <laughs> yeah. And if it's Henri, I'm sorry. I said I said Henry, I think, in the synopsis. Because I think they do say it a little different, different because of the French... French yeah. yeah. <laughs> the well, French influence. I will apologize for right... From right now. I said I said Henry in the synopsis. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Yeah, I felt like just seeing that pressure or stress... Um, for Halty to to do well academically, especially, I think that was relatable as hell. Yeah, I didn't want to say refreshing again, <laughs> so relatable. I'll work with that. <laughs> relatable, because um, I mean, I am a first gen Caribbean. I mean, Kim is as well. But uh, for me, it was always like, well, you have to be twice as good you have to always put your best foot forward like there was a lot of stress placed on doing well in school academically Mm -hmm. did it always pan out no but you see in the beginning it was there (laughs) (laughs) no you didn't so (laughs) talk about my best friend like that listen they they know me they know um or they knew rather um <laughs> i actually enjoyed that part of the book um just like seeing that um i also was i really liked um corinne's character um she was my favorite person in the book and i know the book is supposed to be centered around halty but corinne i really i really liked her um i loved how she was her own person there wasn't a lot of um, swaying on her part. She really got into it just to, I guess, better her chances of getting into college. Yeah. Just to experience certain things. I I think her, her character was, was well-written as well. Um, and lastly, I know I've, I've talked in a while. Um, <laughs> I kind of like the ending. And it's, it's weird to say because initially I did it like once I read it the first well I only read it once once I read it I was just like mm, I feel like we could have done more but as I thought about it I was like I kind of liked it is this the ending like the ending or the epilogue oh you know what the epilogue, it's the epilogue. <laughs> no, no 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 I mean they're both an ending it's yeah that, it was it like where it left off or is it you know because the epilogue gives us another yeah uh, so I I really liked the epilogue yeah that that's where it was yeah okay that's okay. it Take it away, Kim. <laughs> so you're annoying because <laughs> you're annoying because you have at least two out of the, I think four. I think Ooh. I have four good things. It might be three, three and a half. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so um, first and foremost, I'll talk about the characters. Um, like Nia, I fell in love with Corinne mm-hmm. more than 
halty. Yeah. But I fell in love with Corinne and then Ming. Ming oh, is... Oh, my um, <laughs> Ming is uh, Halti's best friend, and he is the epitome of the best best friend. Like he's the side character that you want to have his own show, his own book. You know, he's supportive. He 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 knows to a certain degree. I think he knows his privilege, but he doesn't want to accept his privilege. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't want to be othered. Because he, I, and I, for me. Uh, knowing his story where he's adopted and I'm going to assume he's adopted by white um, parents. Yeah. You know, he's already feeling othered in his own way house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he just wants to kind of just fit in and breeze it in. So I really, really, really enjoyed Ming. Ming was one of my favorite characters. But Corinne, she had my heart because she, like Nia said, she wasn't, she was strong in what she felt, thought, and is mm-hmm. as a as a as a person yeah um but i do like obviously you know she she blackmails halty because she wants to better her social life yeah. but originally it was because of college yeah um but i think ultimately she she found like actual friendships yeah um but she was she was a sharpshooter let me tell you she did not back down she did not she did not bow down to anyone you know especially not halty right um and she was a firecracker, and I was here for all of it. She became my favorite immediately. Um, and then finally, Halty. <laughs> yeah. Um, Halty. Ah, I do. Halty was the high school version of me, I would say, junior year on. Okay. I think my freshman and sophomore year. Um, not that I lacked with my grades because my my mother and my parents would never let me. But I think junior year, I, I was very much so driven to to get better grades so that I could go to school and, you know, all mm-hmm. of the things. And his anxiety, especially the senior year anxiety, oh, my PTSD flared the hell up. Yeah. Because I remember those days of, like, being nervous about taking SATs. I mean, hello. I think the one thing I, I really would like to like, no, you know, I'm not going to say it until to the next one. I'll say it to the next one because it's not a good, it's a bad. Okay. Um, but all the PTSD and all of the, all of the anxiety that I felt my yeah. senior year, definitely could feel it in Halty. I love that he was also a social butterfly because I like to consider myself a social butterfly sometimes. You are. Sometimes. Not you all are. The time. Um, and his his ability to maneuver different uh, social groups definitely felt the connection that way. But for the most part, I didn't love him. Like, you know what I mean? I think I wanted sure to love didn't. him and I didn't love Halty. Um, and I said lastly, but that's not true because there's another character <laughs> that I love and that's Aunt Terry. <laughs> okay, yeah. Aunt Terry is Corey, Corinne or Corey's uh, mother's twin sister who lives in Montreal. Yeah. She is rich auntie vibes personified. And I want to be her. She has her own bakery, yeah, right? called the the Good Twin, right? Um, she has her own bakery. She has her own business. She's living her life. You know what I mean? She's very much so a firecracker. I love that about her. She made me want to be her when I grow up. I was an Aunt <laughs> Terry fan, um, and that's it for me for characters. Uh, for the next, uh, Nia touched on you know the first gen migrant experience, especially. Um, from the Caribbean. Uh, yes, 
as said, we're both from the Caribbean. Um, but yes, this is the first time I think, like I really have to think about it and I don't think I've read this type of experience from New York City. Um, it is the first time that I read that in a book and it was refreshing and relatable as hell. Um, the pressures to excel academically especially is a part of, I think, our general experience as Caribbean uh, people. Mm -hmm. You know, our parents are very much so the they and I don't want to say this in a negative way because yeah. I think ultimately it was for the betterment of ourselves for sure um but there is a lot of pressure especially as first gen to be and exceed all expectations right. because we have this like well you came from such and such a place to here to to live better so it is now my 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 turn to take up the baton and take it a step higher I can't just be here I have to go up there I mean, um, I'm sorry, and let's be honest. Some parents actually say it to their to their kids, like yeah, that's true. I, that's not my experience, thankfully. Same, but, but yeah, thankfully not because it, if they, mm. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Um, <laughs> but yeah, some parents actually do say it to them, like this is your responsibility. Yeah. You're supposed to be going to school so that when you get of age, you can take care of me, or yeah. you know, just have a better life. You yeah. know, and where the specific pressure for is is to get into Columbia University yeah uh, I would say my pressure was to fit the categories of teacher nurse doctor or lawyer and I chose lawyer mm -hmm. and so my pressure for me was to be an attorney and mm -hmm. to go to school to be an attorney and so a lot of that uh I definitely do I like I appreciate it because I think it gave me a discipline that I needed mm -hmm. but it is definitely a lot of pressure <laughs> and so it was it was it was good to see that experience in our city, in our home, yeah, um, because it felt like that, just that extra oomph, that little sprinkle of the salt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, last but not least, I really actually enjoyed Corey, um, Corinne, Corey and, <laughs> and Halty's relationship. Mm -hmm. I think it was very cute, and and it wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, tropey. And like, it was, but it wasn't. I think there was, uh, parts of it that I'm like, yeah, you know, this is that that young adult stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of parts of it where I think, and I think it is mostly because of Cor Corinne, that, that I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, this is actually a little bit a little bit extra. It's a little bit much. It's giving me a little more feeling. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely was fast. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely fast, but I definitely did enjoy. I enjoyed them, especially the epilogue. The epilogue yeah. <laughs> gave me life, so. Okay. That is all of my goods. Okay. That was like three. <laughs> right? Okay, on topics, yeah. Because <laughs> y'all. You ain't had to do me like that. You ain't had to do me like that. You're fine, you're fine. All right, so next up we have our bats. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just going to start this off by saying, I think collectively, mm -hmm. you and I are at a point in our reading and to a certain degree, even our television show watching but listen <laughs> where we're not loving young adult now i have to give a disclaimer because if you've seen my page on kim bookworm these last few months there's a lot of young adult <laughs> involved that doesn't mean that i don't i won't read young adult what i'm saying is i think that with this story as much as i loved the black joy and that the fact that our biggest struggle for henry is not him having to be mindful of people out to get him. Right. But more so just teenage and somewhat adult struggles. Like, 
getting into school and right. some of the societal pressure that you that he faces. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak English. Um, you know, being a hustler, getting that money with the dog walking stuff, which was like, wow. That was a great thing. I absolutely loved it. I wasn't getting a lot of the grit that I get with books like The Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm kind of tired of the, <laughs> yeah, the trauma porn. I'm tired of black trauma. Um, but I think I, I think we got to a place where we're just like, we don't want to do the teeny bopper shit. 110% agree. Yeah. And I, we saw it with the show that we're watching from Netflix. Yeah. Where it was like the adult side, we're like, okay. And then it gets to the teenage stuff. And like, like, oh, lot. Rolls <laughs> eyes, right? <laughs> Again, that doesn't mean I won't read young adult. That's just me saying, I think that, that this book kind of showed me like, hey, you might be tired of this, this age group a little bit. Yeah, definitely <laughs> on my side. Um, I, I think I've hit the end of the road, guys. I'll support Kim from afar yeah. in her books. Well, go, Kim, go. Well, thank go, you. Kim, go. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry, continue. Next up on my bad, to be frank and honest, I hated, 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 hated. How much did I hate? Hated <laughs> that he falsified. I'm sorry, y'all. That was me. <laughs> that he falsified a recommendation letter for, from Corinne's mother, who happens to be the Dean of English at Columbia University, okay? I hate that Halty did that. I can understand pressure. I can understand pressure getting you to that point. And it pissed me off, but not, it wasn't just his actions that pissed me off. It was kind of like, I'm like, this is that TV <laughs> teeny bopper bullshit because I was like, why would you why would you do this? And you wanna know what's worse? He recognized it was wrong and left. Listen. Right? Because sorry, a little bit of context. Um Halty is also a dog walker for uh Corinne's dog, Palm Tree, which mm-hmm. love the name, by the way. Um <laughs> and so he has access to their home even when they're away. And they're at this point of the story, uh Corinne and her mother are away. They're in a whole other country. Right. And so he is just taking care of the dog and he happens to hear a noise. He goes to the laptop and then he starts doing dumb shit. Okay. And he recognizes it's dumb shit. He leaves the whole house mm-hmm. and then comes back to do said dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And that pissed me off. Mm. And I think it pissed me off more because ooh, we didn't need it. That that Thank did, you. that did not need to be the wrench. We could have picked a different wrench. And like I said, you know, I found out Ben Phillip is uh is a <laughs> screenwriter. This screen screenwriter writing highest of keys. Not your comfort. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to. No, no shade to you, Ben. I don't have no problems with you. I'm just saying that this this definitely gave me Vampire Diaries <laughs> vibes. Okay, <laughs> where they do shit that don't make no sense. Um. <sighs> Okay, last two are personal. The first thing is, as a native New Yorker, I could tell that this person was not a native New Yorker. This this author mm-hmm. was not a native New Yorker. And the reason for that is the romanticized version of New York City is still there. <laughs> it's still there, especially in Manhattan. And I mean, there was mentions of the Bronx. So like, I appreciate it because um, Henry's, or Halty's dad, uh, migrated from what Haiti to Jersey City or to so, Jersey yeah. to the Bronx to, to Manhattan. Manhattan. Um, That's a move, boy. Right, but it's still romanticized. It still doesn't give that grit the reality of of like where were the corner stores, bruv? 
I was waiting for the corner stores. Please. Please. Where was the corner stores? Okay. Another thing, we have things called statewide test exams. Okay. <laughs> now it's worsened for kids now. I'm so sorry because they have two now. Um, we, when we were in high school, oh, me and wow. Nia, we had to worry about the regents. Okay. There was no mention of the regents. I would have loved the mention of the regions. There needed to be a mention of the regions because suffer. that that was stress. That was stress. Imagine that you have, you know, no, yeah, yeah, right. Get off your soapbox. Get off your soapbox. <laughs> um, the hint of grit that I'll give it is that you know, Halty's a sneakerhead, but he's a sneakerhead to the point of wanting to be a designer, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'll give him that. But other than that, it was definitely a romanticized version. And my last thing is, y'all did not have to age me in this book. <laughs> when this little boy is remembering a time on Columbia University campus and he's saying he's pulling out the old Nintendo 3DS <laughs> excuse me a 3DS came out when we were like we were either on the way to middle school or we were in middle school okay you ain't say the old Game Boy Color he said the 3DS you know how many you know how many Generations? You don't mean generations? Okay, all right. <laughs> That's it. That's it for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, those were my bads. And I'm done. Okay. Nia, what, okay. what were your bads? <laughs> okay, so I just had to, like, confirm that he really wasn't a, a New Yorker. So he really isn't. Because I was just like, is he? And I was like, yeah, no, he's not. So I feel better in a grand whole Harley with what you just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so get it right into my bad. Um, <laughs> Corinne and Halsey felt super rushed to me. I didn't like the beginning. I enjoyed their their middle. Enjoyed where it got it got to the end, but I did not like the beginning. Okay, I really felt like it was rushed. Like he he all of a sudden really liked her. Like there was no real like pull. I guess. Yeah. For me, it felt rushed on his end. Like, all of a sudden, he really liked her. And he was like, she was like in his head. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Maybe I'm so old and I don't remember oh, high school. Gross. I know, right? Gross as, as ever. Gross as ever. But it felt rushed. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to touch on another lighter thing. Um, eh, I guess, okay, I'm just going to it. Um, the sneakerhead part of it for Halty. While I enjoyed it, <laughs> I was like, well, why didn't we, like, get more of his creative process? Like, why or how he is, you know, wanting to be a designer? It just felt like it was thrown in, like, oh, yeah, this is what he wants to do. Yeah. I, I I personally didn't feel like there was enough to be like, yeah, I want to design sneakers. I don't know. There kind of was, but then there wasn't enough for me at the same time. Yeah, I think Ben focused more on him wanting to go to Columbia, which... You know, we discovered that's not really his dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he focused so much energy on that that the little spouts of him uh, being so obsessed with sneakers and as well as possibly wanting to be a designer, right, felt the way that you that you were describing it. And that that makes sense. Yes. Um, I also did not get enough of the first gen experience. Like I know he he we touched on it. We both we both love the fact that that was brought out. But for me, I was expecting more just because it was highlighted in the um, summary. Yeah, the summary or synopsis. Like, yeah. I felt like it was going to be like 
I don't know, more in depth. We could we should have gone a little more Haitian food. I I feel like we could have gone into the culture some yeah, more on okay. how and even the language because they don't speak Creole as exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. I felt like we we could have got I don't know as as a Caribbean American, my dad being Antiguan, my mom being Bayesian, or they were rather. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I feel like my identity is entangled in that even right. though i was born american yeah like that is my identity and i know to a certain certain degree some um people migrate here and they kind of like push that to the side yes i agree with you though uh i do i i didn't even think about that there was a lot of his haitian experience side, yeah his experience that i didn't i don't think we got and and as somebody like for both of us where i'm completely wrapped up in my identity right jamaican american right that definitely was not there and yes i can acknowledge it could be somebody else's experience but for me i definitely i don't know how that like over my head but i mean it, it wasn't like very in your face it was just like after i really did like read the summary again and i was like you know what i didn't i didn't get enough yeah like we got orange cake Haiti has culture, yes, you know? And beautiful cuisine. Beautiful cuisine, and they have a lot of culture and history. And language. That I I think... Um, missed the mark. He, yeah, he definitely missed the mark on that for me. Um, also, I, I feel like I'm being nitpicky, <laughs> but uh, the blackmailing part of it, I felt like that was said and... It was like two events and then it was over. And I thought in my head it was gonna be a major part of the story, but it wasn't. Do you remember um oh my gosh. You know, I can't remember the movie. It was it was not She's All That. It was it was some other movie, some older movie. I just feel like <laughs> there need there could have been a little bit more on that on that end. Mm-hmm. Um lastly, uh I absolutely, with my whole heart, from the Rudy to the Tootie, from the head to the toe, hated the fact that Halty sent that email. Um, if For me, it felt out of place from what Halty seemed like on the page to me. It felt dramatic, mm-hmm. and it just... Ultimately, it felt predictable. Like okay there has to be something look he's playing with the stove oh he's gonna get burned wow he's gonna he got burned like it, it was just weird yeah it was just weird i i didn't i didn't like it um he didn't he didn't need to do that um especially since the pressure to go to columbia was definitely more more of his dad and he was already in a space where he wasn't wholeheartedly in there or for Columbia, like it was more for his dad, and it just it felt forced that that was gonna be the the moment where the tide turns. Do you get what I'm saying? No, no, yeah, I agree with you. So it's those those are all of my dads. Um, it sounds like a lot. I know it kind of is a comparison to my good, but we honest. Yeah, I got I gotta be honest. I, I didn't enjoy it. Um. I didn't enjoy that part of the story at all. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> moving on to our moral of the story slash takeaway. Um, for me, I said, was for you, is for you, slash will be for you. 
Um, that is a that's Caribbean, literally <laughs> that is a Caribbean proverb. Listen, <laughs> that's a Caribbean proverb. Listen, okay. um, mine is simply be willing to be more flexible and adaptable in your life, mm. and don't grow up too fast. Ooh, it's not worth it. That's that's a major key. <laughs> I'm gonna be on my um um what's his name DJ Khaled DJ Khaled like major key alert. Say it again for them one time. Pew, pew, pew. I'm not saying it again. Okay, I tried. <laughs> um, overall, my rating, I rounded it up to three. Mm-hmm. Three candles. But if I'm being honest, it was a 2.75. Okay. Um, but I rounded it up to three because there were parts of it that I did absolutely enjoy. It, that 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 thing that you did there, the, the email thing. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a major no, no, no. Like bumped you down. Right, but, right. But I will keep it at three three candles what about you nia um i i did a two two ooh, candles ooh. two out of five candles Dang, this is the first time we not agreeing yeah well it's not the first time right i, I mean to this extreme yeah yes. yeah to this extreme yeah um i i i couldn't go up couldn't honestly in good conscience go up because it just wasn't there for a three for me what mm-hmm. i let slide on a three i couldn't let slide here okay. i clearly i i nitpicked at it um Gotta be honest. We're on a show. That's what we do here. Like, I did enjoy the story because the, the plot itself seemed like it was going to give me a lot. Um, unfortunately, it didn't give what it was supposed to give. Mm-hmm. And that that that's that's really, really where, where I was at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Want back my money. I'm sorry. I have that in my head. <laughs> okay. So, quick announcement. Our next book will be First Comes Like by Alicia Rye. I'm excited. Um, and we'll be posting that episode on April 29th. So look out for that. Look out for that. And um, I think that's it. I think we have a couple of other things in the works, but we're not ready for them to know. No. You guys just have to stay tuned. That's right. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, CastBox, and Anchor.fm. Remember to follow us on Twitter at BuddyReadPod. And Instagram at BuddyReadPodcast for all of our live reactions and updates.